You're listening to the No Shot Podcast, where we discuss sports, true stories, and mental health. Brought to you by True Victory Apparel, Hillside Productions, and Radio Influence. Let's get after it. Welcome to the No Shot Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Santarelli, here with my co-host, T-Mike and Chopsticks. Chopsticks. That boy just whispered, what it be like, world? T-Mike here. Welcome back to the No Shot Podcast. And we're really excited about this episode today. We're really excited about this episode because when we talk about youth sports, when we talk about collegiate sports, we see that athletes are always being pushed to playing one sport because you got to be an elitist, right? You got to work hard from the very beginning, middle, high, pro, collegiate, whatever the case might be. But what about athletes that think it's okay to play two sports? Not in two separate seasons, but in the same season at the same time. That is absolutely not, Mike. Wow, they're right on. Dang, he just cut me off. (laughs) So, so Chop obviously just dropped his opinion in regards to that. But let's really expound upon this. So, you've got a season. You've got high school sports rocking and rolling, middle school sports rocking and rolling, and your child wants to play two sports at one time. Mentally, maybe they're tough enough to do it, maybe not. But opportunities there for them to do it. Maybe they have the skills to play both sports. But what we really want to dive in on today is how is this affecting their mental, their physical, and then ultimately their emotional game? Because doing something like this is going to affect all the above. So, Santa, what's your opinion on athletes that play more than one sport in the exact same season? Is it difficult? Yes. Is it doable? Yes. All right. But r- really, I think that it it helps you get better at time management. Mm. I mean, th- that's going to en- it's going to enhance that skill. Interesting. And you you have to be able to say, all right, uh, this is my schedule for the next week and the week after and the week after that. I've got to make sure that I'm I get a certain amount of sleep. I'm I'm here at these locations at these times. I've got to make sure that I get you know my work done at this specific time and get get this paper turned in. So it, it really helps you become all right. I, I've got to be task oriented. I can't lollygag. I can't be put it off till tomorrow. I've got to get it done now. <laughs> well. <laughs> You know, I, I can understand. Well, <laughs> I can understand. You know, you you learn time management, and everything. But if you only have so much effort you can give, you're kind of spreading your effort out amongst different things. And if you're trying to go pro- at the professional level, I just don't see how it's really attainable to do multiple sports at the same time and still be elite at multiple sports. Now, I see your point at the professional level, but most often enough when you see multiple sports being played in it's the same It's usually high school. Yeah, you're seeing it at the high school and, and level. And I can totally see levels. that, and I can definitely see how someone might do that because they want just more opportunity to get a scholarship, which I don't see anything wrong with that. Right, sure. right. Also, I mean, it depends on you know where their mindset is. If they're just wanting to play sports because they like sports, but they're not really trying to get a scholarship or anything— that's fine too, like whatever. But like if you're really aiming to go professional, I just especially at the collegiate level, yeah, I don't there's no way. No way you can manage to do school and two sports. I mean, I've known several athletes that have done it that have been successful. If you can, 
Oh yeah, yeah. You're you know, on you, a different you, level. You have to have the drive. Like you, you cannot be you like and okay oh, with well, no social life. Right. Like you can't be like, oh well, maybe I don't like. You have to be decided. Like you cannot be like, oh well, I, I'm not. I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, Santa, like, I'm not. I'm sorry about cutting you off there, but you're making. You're making Chop's point at this point in time because if you really sit back and think about it, we're talking about the mental stress of running two different sports in the same season. Yeah, my goodness, that's no. But I, I, I guess my look at someone like Jameis Winston. He played baseball and and football, right? Sure, at the collegiate level, but those are two different seasons. Right, they're not happening at the same time. Bingo. So, I, I, so that's I, one thing I can see that happening. Yeah. But if you're because uh, what is it? Football and volleyball going at the same time? They are football and volleyball is going at the same time. There's no way. I get you. If you're a male volleyball player and a football player, that's going to be incredibly difficult. Yeah. So I guess uh, I I do have some positive points for this, but like usually one sport is going to be lacking. Right. Like if if you're more of a football guy, your volleyball side might be lacking a little bit. So. You've really got to make sure that you arrange your schedule in a way that, all right, I, I can get this done. All right, uh, off to the next thing. It, it, it is a very fast-paced lifestyle. So it, it's now the the benefit to it is that you're going to make sure that you're staying staying in shape. I mean, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. All right, so like right, but like you're working out different muscle groups. You're training all the time. You, you're 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 really working out your mental capacity to be uh, your, your intelligence, your IQ, your, your ability to connect with with people in different situations, your people skills, your 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 ability to work in different environments and deal with difficult people at a, at a very high stress level. That's interesting how you went down that particular route. Mm-hmm. So. I, I got an example. I, I train a few athletes that do play the same or in the same season, two different sports. Um, one of them, she is a softball and a track athlete. So she runs both sports. But like like we discussed, the the rigmarole, the running around, the mental stress that comes along with it because of her passion, it took away her social life. Yeah. But at the same time, it lended her mind to higher levels of commitment. So. To be honest with you, that points to both of your arguments. And in the end, what type of values come from someone that's willing to invest that much of their time and effort into being that unbelievably organized by comparison to the amount of stress on their body from playing multiple sports like that? Because think about it. If we're running two sports at the same time in the same season, we're talking about dang near no off days. Right. Now, is she high school or collegiate? She's a high school athlete. High school. Okay. So I mean, you definitely, you, she she's definitely going to have more opportunity to get most likely multiple scholarships. That's free education, and she gets to continue doing what she loves. It's definitely a positive. <laughs> That's a positive. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh yeah. But at what cost? Uh, well, I, no I, social life. Well, like here's. I think part of the the athlete's mindset, like, all right, I'm willing to sacrifice a social life right now Mm -hmm. so I can set myself up for something in the future and then I'll have a social life. I mean, that makes sense. I'm willing to sacrifice this, like, luxury right now 
to get something better. But let's dive back into the point of being an elite athlete while performing two sports at the same time. You know your likelihood of that just drop 50%. Like you're splitting you're splitting the same hair two ways. Yeah. That's that's tough sledding. That's real tough sledding. Like like how do you mentally prep yourself to be an elite athlete in two different sports at the same time? Like you're literally flip-flopping from one practice to the to the, to another practice in the same day. From one track meet to a softball game in the same day. Well, the so I know that they, the way you run on the track is different than the way you run on clay. It just it's a different technique on how you're running. You know what your objective is. And so, I mean, more power to her if she can you know get it done. But I just, how can you be elite if you're splitting your focus two ways? What about the physical aspects of this? Yeah, um, so negative and positive stress, like, it's still going to take a toll on your body. Of course, wear and tear, right? Right. So, I mean, even positive stress do come with some negative aspects. So, like, your body is still, when you start getting older, your body might start breaking down in some very significant ways if you don't take care of yourself. So um, you can put your body in, like, a, a really terrible situation when you get older. When you're young, it's like you heal quickly. You're not, you're not experiencing those discomforts right away because you're able to do those things. And so, like, you're not feeling the negative impact right away. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, what is that phrase? Uh, youth is wasted on the wrong people. He's right. Ultimately, when you sit back and think about that, I can see how wear and tear on the body can effectively just break us down little by little. And if we're splitting hairs mentally and we're sending our body to and fro, when are we going to get into the recovery? When are we going to when are we going to get to the point to where our bodies can relax and then maybe refine movement patterns that become elite yeah. at each sport? So I think one thing that's really important in terms of recovery is increase the blood flow. If you can increase your blood flow, then you're, you're going, to, going to recover faster. Sure. I understand that. So the re- relaxation and rehab aspect of it, mm-hmm. totally agree. Yeah. And, and that's a but where, very— where do you find time to be able to do that? Well, you, you, you have time for what you make time for. I mean, yeah, like, all right, that's kind of like part of, like, sacrificing the social life. You know, like, yeah, I could go to the movie and, you know, I could go to the movies with my friends and watch the, you know, whatever just came out. Or I could sit here and do this uh, exercise that's going to help stimulate more blood flow. Interesting. So it, it's like, it, it's kind of like choices, like, all right. You know, do I indulge in, in this thing that's going to be temporary or do I indulge in this thing that I, I really want to do? That's also going to be temporary. Well, yeah, but like <laughs> I, I really want to I, I really want to do this long term. Uh, indulging, you know, spending time with my friends. Yeah, I mean, that, that that is a long term investment as well. But you have to choose what you're going to invest into. Even if you're capable at the collegiate level to be able to do two sports at the same time and do them both well and then still keep up with your school. Once you get to the professional level, which is already going to be incredibly hard, I think you just have less of a chance to be able to do so 
because you're not as focused on one sport as all the other 99% of people that are trying to get into that sport. And, like, to your point, it's lonely at the top. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, because you sacrifice your, your social life and, you know, other things that people are, you know, spending time with friends and family, you're going to miss out on a lot of those things. So Yeah, but I'm going to interject here, man. You know what I mean? Bump that. <laughs> like, for me, when it comes to all that, if you really talk to true athletes, they don't care. Right. I didn't care. You can go have fun. You can go do your thing. Yeah, you might see your parents a little bit more than I do. But guess what's going to happen when everything comes up and everything's shining and rosy? Guess who's where they're supposed to be and who's not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, uh, like, if that's your goal, then like, but p- part of what you just stated, like, go about it. Uh, like what you just stated about athletes, like, yeah, I don't really care. That that almost sounds like a little bit narcissistic to a lot of people. Like, oh, how could you say that? Super dope. Let it be. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, 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 like for, for real, with, with my mindset, if I'm thinking like I truly wish to be elite at what I'm doing, I need to be elite. And I mean elite. And I'm investing my time and I'm splitting my hairs once again in two different routes. I am going to put in my max effort in both places. I'm never going to be able to give 100%. I, I'm well aware of realizing it, which is why I deem the vast majority of this argument can be held within the high school and the, and the middle school ranges. At the collegiate range, I just do not believe it can exist. And at the professional range, I don't think it's possible. I just don't think, first and foremost, no one's going to sign you for a contract and allow you to split time with another sport that could possibly get you injured. Well, at the professional level, that's your job now. That that's is your, right. That is your life. Bingo. That is your life. And from that point on, you really can't go much further outside of that. But ultimately, at the middle school range and at the high school range, I can see this being very, very valuable. Like To be able to squeeze in all the learning of these skills and experiences that you get from the sports, being able to squeeze that in. To a single season, I can definitely see that as a positive. Right, and, and we squeeze it in by segmenting it, just like Santa was saying. You you give it its own individual category, and then from that point on, you stick to that category and you do not deviate from it. Mm-hmm. And that brings us to our sponsor, True Victory Apparel. If you aren't perfect, this is the perfect brand for you. If you've ever struggled. If you've ever failed, if you've ever been the underdog, if you've ever doubted yourself or been doubted by others, this is the perfect brand for you. If you want to get better, be better, and make our world better, then this is the perfect brand for you. Founded by U.S. military veterans and first responders, True Victory is a sportswear and streetwear brand dedicated to building everyday champions on and off the field. We're not simply a company, we're a cause. Our purpose is to transform lives and elevate humanity through the power and unity of sports, positive stories, and serving others. Our hope is to one day be the world's most trusted, inspirational, and generous brand. We're dedicated to the game, the grind, and the globe. But most importantly, we're dedicated to you. That's what it means to be always true. Go visit True Victory at truevictory.com. That's www.truevictory.com to where you can find the dopest drip on the earth owned by a veteran and first responder brand. Truevictory.com. When you get there, 
Go use discount code Aaron Solano. That's A-R-R-O-N-S-O-L-A-N-O at checkout. Once again, that's discount code Aaron Solano at checkout. Thank you to to the brand, TrueVictory.com, for sponsoring the No Shot Podcast. Send it back to you, Santa. All right, so um, I'm going to make this point as well. I was thinking about this in the break. In order to be successful, you have to be able to make sacrifices that other people aren't willing to make. Mm-hmm. And that, that is going to be the differentiating factor between you and someone else. Bang! Just think about think about this podcast. Drop the hammer. We're probably going to have to miss some birthdays and some other significant events. And we might make, make some people mad. Yeah. I mean, so we've been we've been done that already. I, so I, was like, yeah. I, I mean, but but it may happen again. Of course. But I, I'm like, it's like, uh, all right, look, look, I, I'm. If I don't succeed, it's not going to have any effect on you. It's going to have a major effect on me. Hey. But you're not going to be worse for the wear. Yeah, you're not affected and, like either way. An athlete as well. Like if I don't succeed as an athlete. The the person who is making a complaint isn't really going to suffer, but the athlete is because I didn't take this opportunity because I didn't miss that graduation or whatever. Now I don't get to play in, in this high-level sport. That's a good point. And like it's, it's, not, it's not an easy decision to make. It's not something you want to make, but it's sometimes those decisions are necessary. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. Um but those decisions when it comes to being a multi-sport athlete have to stay at high school or lower. You just, there's no way. Right. And But do you think you can take it too far? Absolutely. What's an example of taking it too far? So, <laughs> I, already think, I already think that doing, you know, two sports in the same season no, is no, a little I, too far. I mean, like, I, I mean, taking it to the point Sacrifice where, is too far? Yeah, like, can you make a sacrifice in, in in this conversation that we're talking about? Can can you make the sacrifice for? Well, if in you your stretch sport? yourself too thin, okay. Let's let's go to working out, okay. So let's say you are instead of you know trying to build up to your, your, your a new max rep, okay. You're just going all in first thing. Let right. me more than I've ever lifted before. Let me go ahead and just lift it. Get swam. You might you might achieve and you might succeed, but you might be injured. Yeah, that could be going too far. That that would be going too far. Or what if you're? Or maybe not. <laughs> maybe or, not. What if you're spending so much time in that sport that you're losing your family? Mm. Okay, I gotta dive in right there because that's a wonderful statement on both ends. Let's let's chop that up. T Mike's gonna give y'all two on the run here. <laughs> You ready? It's time to drop presents like Santa. So when it comes to maximizing your output, sometimes putting yourself at risk is essential. It's paramount. It prepares your mind and your body to hit a point to where in which you may not come back. But if you do and you succeed, you will see the benefits from it. You will reap the benefits from it. It's just like stating, you know what, playing two sports at the exact same time in the exact same season, everyone's like, nah, you out your mind. You're going to be burnt out. But what happens when they succeed? What happens when they eat? What happens when they do shine? 
But at the same time, look at the risk they're taking. Are you out your mind? Like literally the physical fatigue, the mental fatigue, you're only giving 50% at both sides. You know what I mean? You're going to eventually end up on the bench on both ends, and you will never reach your goal if you can never truly give your maximum effort, right? That's brutal. That's really brutal to sit back and think about. But at, then, at what point do you think about where do I put, where do I put my focus? Because you can't. I'm sure it's it's hard to even do fifty fifty. I'm sure it's like seventy five twenty five. Sure, I'm, you have some sort of preference. So, at what point do you decide like I'm putting my effort, even if it's ninety nine percent and one percent? It could be a bunch of different external factors. Think about it this way. You got guys like Russell Wilson, right? He could quarterback and he could play baseball, right? Jameis, Jameis Winston, quarterback and play baseball. Deion Sanders, play football and baseball. I know we're using a lot of the, the, the same narratives here, but at the same time, if you could throw 90, I mean five from the left side and you could throw a football, the same way, from there, you've really got to look at all the external factors. So who's going to help me move up faster? Kyle Murray went through the exact same thing. Patrick Mahomes made the decision early, right? Ultimately, you look at these circumstances and they say, well, I can do these things, but this particular narrative right here is going to help me excel faster, and I can get to that necessity, that life-changing money sooner, right? And then from there, you find where your longevity might keep you. It's, it's a tough narrative, and sometimes it can be a very difficult thing to swallow when you see somebody make a decision. But ultimately, you've, you've got to go through the process, and you can't go through the process without attempting both. But at the same time, just like Chop just stated, you've got to know when to stop because eventually you're going to have to make a decision. It ain't going to ride the whole, the whole, way, whole way through, not during season. But that's super dope. And now we're moving on to trivia, trivia, trivia. 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 Cue All the right. music. All right. This, this, this is a good one. All right. Stubby clap. <laughs> stubby, stubby clap. Hey, oh, stubby clap. Good times. That was good times. All right. What sport did bank robber John Dillinger play? Ho- uh, baseball, football, hockey. John Dillinger, the bank robber. The bank robber. John. What, what, <laughs> my dog was, <laughs> my dog was out low key with the mask on, masked up, robbing banks with the chopper. That's, I'm going to say football. I've, football. Hey, that's tough All guy right. stuff. What were the options again? I'm sorry. Baseball, hey. football, uh-huh. hockey. So he's gully gully. He robbing banks. Mm, it, it can't be baseball. <laughs> um, no. It's gotta be. It's gotta be football or hockey. Real talk. I'm gonna ride with Chop on this one. I'm sorry. He was stealing bases. No, no. baseball guy. <laughs> he was Are stealing you? bases and he was stealing money. That, <laughs> it makes sense now. Oh my goodness, my dude was robbing <laughs> <Wow>. bags. <laughs> robbing bags. Dang. <laughs> yeah. That could he not have been any more perfect. He was robbing banks and robbing victories. Oh my gosh. Well, hey, that's that's what life brings. If you got, that's what life brings. Yeah. Oh, wow. On the gin pub. But gin this pub. was like in in like the early days of baseball, like oh. in like 
It's like 1860. Oh, wow. <laughs> 1860? Yeah, back uh, when bank robbers would be like, if anybody ever asks, you can say it was John Dillinger, second baseman. Second baseman. Robin Banks. <laughs> and then he shoots his name into the side of the wall. <laughs> okay. okay. Oh, my gosh. You guys do know the gym, the gym pub music's probably already started. I love yeah, it. Yeah, all right. Let's go. Appreciate you, A-Town. So, gym pub. When it comes to circumstances like this, to where in which you find yourself having to stretch yourself really, really thin, you're in a season to where in which you got a double task. You've really got to put in tons of work. Understand that I know in reality, in real life, outside of sport, you're going to be thrown into circumstances like this all the time. Maybe you're a single parent. Maybe you're a dad that's trying to transition from job to job. Maybe you're you're just trying to make ends meet on a day-to-day basis and your attention's being pulled from left to right. Understand, you can make it through. Prioritize your time, prioritize your focus, prioritize your emotion, stabilize. And in the end, you'll find yourself being able to cope and deal with circumstances all while balancing it out. This has been the No Shot Podcast and it's been brought to you by the brand, yeah, True Victory Apparel. Radio Influence, let's go. And Hillside Productions. Santa, send us back, my guy. Send us back. We out. This has been the No Shot Podcast. Go check out the brand at truevictory.com and then go support the cast by rating us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.